it's not surprising if you just kind of take yourself back for a moment and think, well, that makes sense because kids from very, very young are in touch with who they are. Right. right? So it's really not that weird that they're like, "Mm, this is not matching. This doesn't Mm -hmm. feel right. Um, And so the fact that they're able to articulate that to their parents is actually a tribute to their parents and parents being able to, you know, just kind of, whether it's asking the right questions or just having conversations that are more open conversations. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free parenting toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops, as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. That address again, www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox. Register today and we'll see you on the inside. Hello, hello, Blissful Parents, Michelle Abraham, your host here today with a friend of mine, Heather Hester. Heather, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I've been excited for this interview for a long time. So you can find Heather online at chrysalisismama.com. <laughs> and we can spell that is C-H-R-Y-A-S-A-L-I-S. M-A-M-A.com. And that's where she writes on her blog and her website. And then you'll also find her as the host of her podcast is parenting, just breathe, parenting your LGP, LGBTQ teen. Oh, Heather, I always, so many letters and so many things. I always mess that one up. So I apologize, but we're so glad that you're here and uh, so excited to have you and dive into this conversation. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And um, yes, I've been very excited for this for a long time as well. So thank you. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So Blissful Parents, let me tell you a little bit more about Heather and what she's up to. She has got an incredible story. She's got four incredible kids and um, her journey and her story starts with her son, Connor. And I'll let Heather tell you the story, but because of Connor's amazing story and her experience and her, their journey as a family, she's now a fearless coming out coach who is really supporting parents and kids and teens. And is like a leader and a champion in this space. And she's also just was featured in podcast magazine as well. Did a whole write up on her. And it's really awesome to see just what's happening with Heather's business and her and the movement really that she's creating around this community. So Heather, I'll let you share your story and we'll dive off from there. Sure. Sure. So 
our story really starts kind of in earnest about five years ago, a little over five years ago. My son Connor was 16 at the time. He is almost 22 now, Um, but he was a sophomore in high school and he came out to us as gay. And we did not have any idea. We were completely blindsided by the, by the announcement. We were actually out of town when he decided to tell us and told us in very dramatic fashion. So it was something that we were actually really, really worried about his safety. And, and then when he decided to tell us, we were just like, oh my gosh, you know, thank God, because we thought you were dead was essentially the feeling at that point. There was just some, some crazy drama around it. So that is where we started. And it started off with just kind of this whoosh announcement. And we went through a time where you know, we were never upset that Connor was gay. Um, there were a lot of like moving pieces with that. What we were scared about, worried about, was that we didn't know anything about how to parent a kid who was gay. We didn't know anything about the LGBTQ community. We didn't have you know any friends who are gay. We had, didn't have any family members, any family members' kid, you know, any of that. And so we just felt like really, really. We were scared, first of all, but felt really alone because we didn't know where to find support. We didn't know where to start looking for information. And, you know, while my husband and I were like, whoosh, oh my goodness, what do we do? Connor was, you know, kind of simultaneously just taking a nosedive mental health wise. And he really went through a very, very difficult time. Um, mental health wise. And, you know, I, I could spend probably two hours telling you the entire story, but the gist of it is, is that Connor, not only did he, you know, come out as gay and that you know, provided us with who, okay, what do we do? Um, we also needed to learn very quickly how to support his mental health and how to get him, him the supports that he needed very, very quickly. We, you know, right off the bat within the first year, we're dealing with you know, substance use issues and safety issues and, you know, on top of the mental health and learning about how to parent an LGBTQ kid. So that's kind of where we started. That's the beginning of our story in a, in a very, very small nutshell. What made me come to do what I'm doing right now is that because we felt so very isolated and very alone, even though we knew full well, there were thousands upon thousands of other people out there walking the same journey that we were walking. We got to the point where we thought, you know what, we don't want other people to feel this way, that this is awful. And there has to be a way that we can all connect in a a more meaningful way and, and access the information that we all need to access without feeling afraid. And so that's when I began creating Chrysalis Mama. And it started out really just as a, a website where I was just putting resources as I found them and, um, and writing and just kind of writing through my own thoughts at the time. And that then, you know, got to a point where I was like, well, this seems to be like connecting with people, people like this, this is good. So that's when I started the podcast and was like, okay, this will be a great way to reach more people and to really just get all of this support and information out there, you know, started it out really as like a, just a great information source, but then started interviewing fascinating people, you know, on their different journeys and experts in different fields. And so 
that was about two and a half years ago. And all along this time, it's been this very messy, but lovely journey to a place now where our family, yes, it's messy, but it is the communication and the real, the authenticity of our relationships is so awesome (laughs) that I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. And you know, that includes not sleeping for like a year. So that's how good it is. <laughs> well, it's awesome to hear your guys' journey. And I know it's going to inspire so many other families. And I, what I love too, is that you've actually brought Connor onto the podcast and you guys have actually shared several episodes be, uh, together. And I think his story is also inspiring so many kids to just speak out to their parents and actually share their journey with their parents too. And I remember you sharing with me that, you know, it was surprisingly, but it's so great that you actually get parents and kids reaching out to you saying they're listening to your show, which is so amazing that you're connecting with both parents and kids. Yes. Yes. And, and very much a unexpected result, but so much fun. Oh my gosh. And, um, you know, the episodes that I've had with Connor, I think I've had three with Connor now. And then, um, my daughter Grace has come on, um, and she did an episode with, with me as well, kind of, she's a 16 years old and kind of gave the, the teenage perspective on how to use pronouns specifically, but really talking about LGBTQ language, which can be so confusing for us as adults. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So she was super helpful with that, but Connor, yes, he has come on and I think his perspective has been super helpful for adults to listen to, for parents to listen to. Um, Yes. So the times that Connor has been on, I think he's been on three different times, but it's been really, um, it's been really fun for him. And I think I know also for people listening, it's actually one of my top 10, you know, they're all three in my top (laughs) shows, right? And um, because he just tells it the way he sees it. And it's in such Mm -hmm. a relatable way that really, this is what your kids want you to know. This is Mm. how we're feeling. This is what we're going through. And he has talked about it. You know, he kind of started from the beginning where he Mm -hmm. was right when he first came out and kind of working his way, you know, along his journey without getting into, you know, the weeds of the details. He has really shared, you know, the ups and the downs and, you know, how he got through those. And then as a parent, how, you know, either we work together or what his you know thoughts are on what, you know, other parents could do. So really, wow. really fun. And I, I think you've listened to those episodes. So. Yeah. Such a gift. I think like such a gift for the parents and the kids listening because they will really like feel a little bit more, I think at ease or comfortable or like it will give the kids a little bit more, probably like feel like feeling like they have a little bit more confidence and less fearful to start sharing with their parents. Absolutely. I think so too. I mean, I think that's what he wants to do. I mean, that's what his purpose is for doing that is really encouraging others to, you know, not be afraid to, to just say it because he was so afraid. It took him three years to tell us he knew Mm. for a long time before he told us and a lot can happen in those three years. That's where a lot of his work has had to be is with all that stuff. So, right. um, So like seeing now, so three years for him would have been around 12 or 13 years old, which is why we wanted to bring you on to Blissful Parenting here. Because, you know, as you know, our parents were parents of school-age kids, but as our kids start growing up, you know, 
are there things that parents that we can be aware of or signs that we can be aware of to be supportive for our kids? Like what are, what are some of your suggestions for, you know, parents that are maybe suspecting their kids are gay or lesbian or part of the LGBTQ community? I think it is something that is becoming more and more like kids are, are feeling more comfortable coming out at younger ages. Some of the parents I'm working with right now are parents of 11 and 12 year olds, which I know, you know, years ago, people used to think, oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's so young. But if you think about it, it really makes a ton of sense because Mm -hmm. for kids who are, you know, expressing their sexual orientation, it is going to come at, at puberty. Right. Mm-hmm. So kids start hitting puberty right around early. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seems like earlier and earlier, <laughs> um, but that's, you know, think about when you had your first crush, right. It mm-hmm. was right about that time. And, and so, you know, whether that crush is on somebody of the opposite sex or the same sex, it's going to come out at the same time. So mm-hmm. it does, you know, just kind of logically make a ton of sense as well as kids who are expressing in those very early, you know, five, six, seven-year-old ages, their gender identity. Again, Mm -hmm. it's not surprising if you just kind of take yourself back for a moment and think, well, that makes sense because kids from very, very young are in touch with who they are. Right. right? So it's really not that weird that they're like, "Mm, this is not matching. This doesn't Mm -hmm. feel right. Um, And so the fact that they're able to articulate that to their parents is actually a tribute to their parents and parents being able to, you know, just kind of, whether it's asking the right questions or just having conversations that are more open conversations. So I think that is one of the biggest things that I talk about with parents that do come to me, is really having those like more open conversations. So mm-hmm. taking kind of stripping away the, you know, the binary you used to say it like not black and white, but like right. the very binary conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And leaving that kind of open to to interpretation to right. you know, wherever your child is. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, first of all, it's a gift if your child is expressing this to you. Mm-hmm. So kind of remind yourself that because I know it is very easy to feel like <gasps> what do I do with this information? Right? <laughs> yeah. And just to like take a breath and be like, okay, this is really cool because mm-hmm. my kid is telling me something about how they're feeling on the inside. And that's awesome. That's huge. Yeah. Because well, for so very many reasons, but when they are able to tell you these things, when they are in you know, elementary, middle school, they're still talking to you. Once they hit those teenage years, that's when they stop talking to you. <laughs> that's when you become the dumbest person who ever lived. So you, know, <laughs> you go from being like, mom is the greatest to you really don't know anything. So when you're able to have these awesome conversations with them, when you're still their hero, mm-hmm. that much better. So my thoughts to you, just kind of my really high level thoughts are don't panic. Mm-hmm. Um, it is okay to feel uncertain and I don't know what to do with this and just know that there are lots of resources out there for you and people that you can talk to to help you walk you through it but what your kid wants to know is that you hear them and that you see them and that you love them for who they are yeah like that love and exception no matter what I think is so no important matter. 
what yeah I've heard some kids are like would fish around like asking the grandparents do you know anyone who is gay or you know what what would you do if someone said that to you like you know they start fishing around a little bit Uh, one of our family members just was doing this recently so it's interesting to see that was a way of testing the waters. <laughs> yeah, sticking the toe in and being like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> what would you think if I said this? <laughs> right? Oh, and you know what? That somebody just shared that with me this week. That is how you know their child kind of started it as well. So that is a mm-hmm. very, you know, what would you or saying, you know, so and so said they might like somebody of the same sex. Mm-hmm. And you know, what do you think of that? And so mm-hmm. that might be another way that they kind of test the waters yeah. to see what you would think. So, do you know anyone who is gay? <laughs> like, right. and that was right. interesting. One, yeah, it is. It is. Oh my yeah. goodness. I grew up with an uncle, a great uncle. It was, it was gay in the sixties and seventies. And it was so interesting, his story and his, his like journey. And like, it's just so like, I'm proud of him for like, you know, going through all those years where it was not accepted. It was not okay. It was like, now he's in his like late eighties. And like, he's just so interested in like how accepting it is now. And how he's so grateful for like the younger generation <laughs> to not have such a hard time. Right. And those are such amazing stories. I'm always so taken by people who were able to kind of stay in, you know, stay connected to who they are in all of that, because it was so scary and such an uncertain time. And and they did uh, really pave the road for Mm -hmm. our kids. So I think it, it is really important to share those stories because our kids need to know that, yeah, it is really hard still. It's you know, and depending on where you are in the world, but so much easier than what it was. So (laughs) yeah, for sure. So for our parents, do you have any, well, obviously I think going to your website, Heather is huge listening to your podcast for any parents that are curious or want to just feel equipped if that questions or air questions are ever asked or those conversations are ever coming towards them. I think by listening to your podcast and checking out some of the resources on your website is a huge first step. Anything Mm -hmm. else you want to share with our parents? I do. I actually just was introduced to this author and, you know, a little teaser, he will be on my podcast very soon. (laughs) He wrote this book called Raising LGBTQ Allies, A Parent's Guide to Changing the Messages from the Playground. And his name is Chris Tompkins. And essentially what he's writing about and what his mission is, is really teaching us as parents, you know, Mm -hmm. first of all, taking away that initial level of fear, right? Because Mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't talk about things because we're afraid or we don't know exactly what to say. So he serves it up to us right here in a book, because I think not only, you know, when you raise LGBTQ allies, it just you're able to raise an LGBTQ kid. Um, right. essentially, right? Plus also so. like change the conversation on the playground, you know? Right. You know, and even my son just came home recently from school. Kids called me gay on the playground. And it's like, well, yeah, you know, like those conversations are still being had in like a way that's so unnecessary. And I said, right. oh, so what if you are like, doesn't matter, but you know, what <laughs> the kids right. that, if they can change the kids from, you know, using that languaging on the playground would be huge. Right. And that's exactly it. And so not only changing kids from having those conversations or have using that kind of language, but, you know, shifting the language to be positive, right. Mm-hmm. And empowering our kids to know how to respond to something like that. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, I think there can be you know, three really awesome benefits yeah. from that. And really, and for us, it's super empowering to be like, okay, I have the information mm-hmm. and I can share this with my child in a very open, easy, conversational way. That's not, you know, it doesn't feel preachy. It doesn't feel, you know, sometimes you can get that ick factor, right? So mm-hmm. I think anytime that you're able to have these really easy conversations with your kids where mm-hmm. you're sharing important information like this, that then invites more and more conversations. So right. I highly, highly recommend this book. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes for yeah. all of you listening. And uh, that's a really great resource and really cool uh, for any parents to read. I think that's a really great uh, place to help start the conversation because whether or not you have kids that are going to start expressing as LGBTQ or not, having your kids prepared for those conversations with their friends or with you or with you and just them knowing that you're okay with it and it doesn't matter or whatever, we still love you no matter what is going to be so important, I think. Right. And so, so empowering for them. Yeah, that is great. Yes. Awesome. I love it. So Heather, you have some amazing courses and things that you're also up to. So do you want to share with any of our parents where they can find out more information about working with you, about connecting with you? Sure, absolutely. So I um, have a couple of things that I'm doing right now. I do have a course, like Michelle mentioned, it's called Learning to Just Breathe, and you can access that through my website. However, I also do coaching. I am just now, as we speak, launching a new program that includes, it's a weekly walk through, kind of handhold you through my digital course and also gives the ability to really talk with other parents of LGBTQ kids mm-hmm. and meet with some people who are experts in this field who really can give some great guidance for everyone. So that is one piece of what I'm doing. I'm also doing, you know, kind of depending on where you are on this journey, some one-on-one email coaching. So it is a way to, if you're kind of in that place where you're like, I don't know that I really want to talk to other people yet. Um, This is a good way, or you don't even (laughs) want to talk to me yet. This is a good way to just kind of ask questions and find things out in a way that is, you know, very meaningful for you. Mm-hmm. So all of this you can get find on my website. You can also reach out to me directly via email, which is hh at chrysalismama.com. Awesome. That's so great. Yeah, you're welcome, Heather. And just for those that maybe don't know what chrysalis means, where did that name come from and why, why did you pick it? Because it's not really the easiest name to say. Let's just say that. I struggle with that one. But the meaning is beautiful. I, I probably should have thought that through a little bit more. But it, it meant so much to me. So I've always loved butterflies since I was you know, mm-hmm. a very, very small child. And when we started going through this, you know, this is clearly a very transformational process. And so, you know, coming up with my website name and my company name, I was like, oh, the whole butterfly transformation, well, they transform in a cocoon, but cocoon didn't sound as great as chrysalis does, which is the, the, you know, technical name for it, a chrysalis. So that is where it came from. Yes. I love it. And you'll see how Heather's uh, website, she's got a beautiful, colorful butterfly and which is great. (laughs) And it's a beautiful story and it's a great meaning for it. 
it's awesome and if you need help spelling it it's in the show notes okay that's <laughs> <laughs> really how it sounds c-h-r-y-s-a-l-i-s so it's not yeah. that hard it's just i have a tr- tough time with it <laughs> many many people do it's yeah. <laughs> awesome well thank you so so much heather for all the work that you're doing and connor's doing and also here's another tip uh parents out there if you have trouble with the words and how to say things and what's appropriate and what's not make sure you go and listen to Heather's podcast where her daughter comes on and helps us figure out what pronouns are proper and what is not offensive and what is offensive. And I think that's really helpful for us uh, parents who maybe are not familiar with all the right terminology. So Heather, what uh, episode number was that? Do you know, or do you know your daughter's name? It's It's obviously in the title of it. Yes. So it was last summer. I want to say we did it in June or July. So it is probably, I know pronouns is in the title of of it. So that will, that's great. Yeah. Look up up the word pronouns in the title of one of the episodes. That's probably around a year old uh, from where you are right now. (laughs) And and you'll be able to find it. Yeah. No, that's all good. I threw you on the spot there, but it was just an important one that I thought would be helpful for parents to kind of, you know, if you want to learn a little bit more about the terminology and and how to better educate yourself, because I tell you, our kids are going to know way more than we do about how to say things properly and do things properly nowadays. And it's, I'll tell you, it's way different than when we were were kids and teenagers. And I will tell you also just really quick, I am in the process of creating a workshop on all of the language um, because that is such a, you know, hot button for all of us parents, all of us who are, you know, over 25. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That is to be coming, to be announced very soon that's in the process. In the meantime, on my website, I do have an entire vocabulary list already. Awesome. Great. That's your resources, I'm assuming. (laughs) Awesome. That's so great. Well, thank you so much, Heather. This has been fantastic. We're so excited to see your journey and see what's coming up for you and hopefully have you back again on Blissful Parenting. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. All good. And those parents go out there, have a wonderful week. And just remember all your key needs to know is that they're accepted, loved, and can connect with you at any time. So uh, go out there and have a fabulous week. See you again next week. This episode is brought to you by the Blissful Parenting Toolbox. If you're looking for better ways to communicate with your child, deal with challenging behavior, or just improve your parenting skills, our free Parenting Toolbox contains the best resources from our expert workshops as well as contributions from our podcast guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday parenting challenges and to access highly effective ways to communicate with your child without triggering conflict, arguments, or meltdowns. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and are a gift to you for being a valued member of our community and subscriber to our show. To get free instant access to the Blissful Parenting Toolbox today by visiting www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox that address again www.blissfulparenting.com forward slash toolbox register today and we'll see you on the inside